0: Your life experience, good or bad, is a gift when you share it with others. At Taxi Chronicles, we allow real riders with real stories to share their gift. So hopefully this episode will intrigue, enhance or inspire you. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe. morning 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 yes we're back with another rider another episode another story today we are honored to have andreas all the way from north london he's the commercial manager for a security company he's been like that for all of his adult life working life and he's going to tell us why he got into it what a typical day is like and what motivates him so nice to have you here today andreas Thank you, thank you. To tell us, Andreas, what first of all, what kind of person were you when you were in school? Well, that's hard to say,
1: really. I was uh, I was quiet when I was in school, but as I got a little bit older, started coming out of my shell, started seeing a lot more things from what they were. OK, that's
0: good. Were you, so... When you, you so you're basically
1: you're saying
0: you was an introvert and then you became a bit of an extrovert. Yeah. What was the change that that
1: enabled you to become more of an extrovert? I saw a lot of bullying in school. Okay. A lot of bullying, which made me want to step up my game. Okay. So it made me want to train myself to fight, to look after myself, protect others if need be hence the reason, security.
0: Okay, that makes sense. It's, um, that's interesting because a lot of gangsters, when you hear why they're gangsters, um, if, if their father wasn't a gangster, it's usually based on they had some episode of uh, bullying and then they decided they weren't going to be the victim anymore. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Things like that. So, for, what is your role and what does the company offer?
1: I'm a security contract manager, which means I go around different sites, different areas, setting up contracts, emails, telephone calls, you name it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The company the company I work for is Apollo Security Division. They are an amazing company to work for. They treat everyone equally. There's a pension scheme with it. And there's, there's all different kinds of work really
0: yeah that's what I was going to say what kind of jobs are you doing are you doing nightclubs are you doing, are you doing like big festivals
1: no Apollo don't do nightclubs or festivals we do static garden, which is normal security garden. we don't do no retail we do do art galleries some, some of them we do some of the jewellery stores There's quite a number of things we do, but we mainly do offices and corporate security.
0: What does a person need to have experience and qualification-wise to work for?
1: They need a security door supervisor's badge, Mm -hmm. which is the orange labelled badge. Mm -hmm. Has to be a frontline door supervisor. Without that, you don't have the permit to work as a security officer.
0: Experience, do they need any experience?
1: Yeah, we'd like, we'd like them to have a little bit of experience.
0: Okay, what kind of experience?
1: We'd like them to have uh, face-to-face contact experience, customer service, just know the road, basically.
0: You don't need to be a big guy. A lot of people, when they think of security, they think of big, muscly man, 6 foot 3 plus.
1: No. What? You don't You don't need to be big or muscly. you just got to have the knowledge. If you've got the knowledge and the brain, you can do just about anything you want in life. Mm-hmm. That's the most powerful muscle you can ever have.
0: Mm-hmm. So, moving on to that, when you say knowledge, what is it exactly? As in, and also, what have you learnt that you wish you knew when you had started in this
1: industry? I learned how to control my temper. I learned how to talk to people without getting them angry and turning it into a confrontation. You if I had known that when I first started, would have been amazing.
0: I think we can all learn. <laughs> I think we can all take a leaf out of that. But, uh, um, so give us some scenarios where you've had to control your temper and you navigated your way and saying the right things and right body language to avoid uh, negative confrontation.
1: Alright, so before I was working for Apollo, I used to work for another security firm called Cordon Security. Yeah. And I used to work in Iceland, the uh, supermarket. And I used to have shoplifters who used to come in. I used to stop them. But you always have to step back and have your hand palm open to make sure they know that you don't cause them an immediate threat if you don't they can then start getting irate with you and it could cause uh, violence I had this one customer well shoplifter he tried to steal two pound items nothing more nothing less and when I stopped him I didn't use my brain and put my hand up he thought I wanted to cause a confrontation with him. It was after that, I tried, just verbally, I calmed him down, took him in the back, gave him a cold glass of water, calmed him down like that, we sat down, we spoke. That was all that he really needed, really.
0: I see you, you You have a certain element of compassion and empathy that you're giving him water. Yeah. What state was he in while he, he was stealing? Was he on drugs, was he just a young child, what, what, what
1: was it? I don't know if he was on any drugs, but I could smell alcohol on him. The thing is, the way I see it is, you don't know what sort of thing that this person has gone through in his life to make him get to this state. Yeah. So I try to look behind everything i try to see the good in people that's why i i don't like calling the police often but if i have to call the police then i will
0: okay so you're saying mate we've caught you now i can call the police or you can just leave the item and don't come back
1: here. yeah
0: okay that's a fair fair shout considering the person's done wrong uh, does the business owner approve your establishment the establishment owner
1: of the business, do you reckon he approved that, that Cord- method? Cordon Security never used to approve that. They didn't like the way I worked. Okay. They basically gave me an ultimatum I either move to Hackney, where it's more rough, they would not provide me with a stapro vest, or resign. So I resigned.
0: So they wanted to move you somewhere more hostile but they weren't happy with your measures. Yeah. Was your measure, measures effective?
1: They were effective. I mean, there were a few times I had to go beyond my measures. As in? As in there was this, um, I wouldn't say family, but he was a man. He used to come in all the time and try and steal bottles of champagne. Mm. But he'd do it at a point where I wasn't there. So it was before I started my shift.
0: So he'd look to see if he
1: sees you. Yeah. So I used to come in earlier than normal, and I used to wait outside. I caught him a few times, and I had to threaten him so that he doesn't come back. I had to go a little bit old school.
0: Yeah. He didn't come back. Why didn't you just call the police instead of having to threaten him? You could have just said- because after the third time, Listen, mate, if I catch you any more time I'm going to get you rested.
1: Because okay. I, I hadn't officially started work on that shift. Oh, yeah. That's why.
0: Okay. But well, the others, weren't they able to restrain him?
1: No. They were too scared. The staff members and the management were too scared to <sighs> approach any saying. shoplifters. Mm-hmm.
0: So that brings on to um, a line of questioning, what's the characteristic someone needs to have to be in security? Sorry? What are the characteristics, the personality, somebody needs to have to be in security?
1: Well there's not a certain characteristic you need. You just need to, like I said before, have the knowledge, and to be able to hold your temper down. you got to keep a cool head at all times, because you don't know what, what this person's carrying, What he's doing, what's on his mind, what sort of dramas he's just gone through to get to this stage. Mm -hmm. You don't know what they're going to do, so you just got to try and keep a level head, keep everything under control, because that's what we're there for Mm -hmm. to make sure people are safe.
0: Okay, what does the future hold for
1: you? We don't know that. We don't know what the future holds. What
0: would you like it to hold?
1: I'd like it to be nice, a good, good future. Hopefully, one day to own my own business.
0: Have, have you thought of a name already for your business?
1: No, not yet. And is
0: it going to be in security or something
1: else? Security. It would one hundred and ten percent be security. Right.
0: That's
1: good. I've I've been doing security since I was eighteen years old. Right here. I'm now thirty-two. Last but not least,
0: you've been a great guest. Um what's the impact you want to have in the world and the gift you want to share? I just I'd like
1: to share the knowledge of security, safety, helping people, making sure people are safe. That sort of thing. Because there's not a lot of people that think about that these days.
0: You spoke a couple more questions at the gauge, you spoke about going and pricing up a job saying what it needs all those kind of things how does that work what are you looking for good and bad when you price pricing up a job
1: so i don't price the jobs the price list is already done by the boss he just passes them on to me mm-hmm. i go to the jobs and i'll take pictures of the property we've got to look at how easy it is for an intruder to get into the building yeah. or how difficult it is for them We've got to make sure the alarm systems are properly done to make it easy for our mobile patrollers when they do patrols. We've also got to make sure that all the gates are secured with padlocks, with alarm codes, all kinds of things really. At different properties it's all different. Okay, that's good, that's good, that's
0: good. And would you encourage people to join would you encourage, if you had children, then to do security, or would you want them to do something else?
1: I'd encourage them, but I'd also want them to follow their own path, to take their own lead in life.
0: That's, that's nice, that's good. <laughs> that's really good, because a lot of parents are trying to live their dreams through their children's lives.
1: No, you we can't do that, man. We've got, to, we've got to let them make their own mistakes, let them take take their own left turns or right turns. Because we don't know what their future holds for them, only they do.
0: I hear you. I hear you, mate. Okay. Uh, Where can people find you? They can find
1: me personally in Leightonstone.
0: Social media wise, where can people find the the company, or if they want to come and work for you guys, where can they find you?
1: They can go onto Google and type in Apollo Security Division. Or we've got our Facebook and Twitter and Instagram pages, Apollo Security Division, once again.
0: Can you spell that for them? Just make sure there's no confusion.
1: Yep, that's A-P-O-L-L-O-S-E-C-U-R-I-T-Y Division. D-E-V-I-S-I-O-N. Okay, well thanks a lot for that
0: and we wish you well. We hope you liked that Taxi Chronicles interview. Don't forget to share and subscribe to get the latest episode. Ever considered investing in the continent with the fastest growing economies and population on Earth? The same continent that holds 30% of the world's known natural resources. Listen to our sister podcast, Africa Investor Stories, where you hear real investors with real stories from around the world share their experience of investing in Africa. We post Monday and Thursday at 10am British Standard Time.